Hi my stoner girls. It has been a really good month for me because guess what? I'm here making an episode and I'm not lagging. I know you're so proud of me, huh? Anyways, let's just hop right into it. Today's episode is going to be a little bit of what's currently going on in my life as well as a little story time because yeah, I, I kind of just utilize this as my therapy because I really just be ranting on here to y'all and y'all just be eating that shit up and I really appreciate it because I don't know, things have been so heavy lately, but when I just think about the fact that like people actually take the time to listen to my podcast and what I have to say, it does make me feel a lot better because I just want to help at least one person, two people, three people, it doesn't really matter to me as long as I'm making an impact positively in someone's life and you guys are really actually enjoying this, I will continue to do this forever. So, currently, I am very, 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 very stressed out, y'all. Like, not necessarily things are bad they're just busy and tiring so i have to acknowledge that you know it's not a bad life it's just a busy day or a stressful day but that doesn't mean it's a stressful life or a bad life so that's been my motto for the past few weeks because i'm just trying to be delusional so i don't go insane like i'm not even trying to like cap right now i had so much to do and so much on my plate and like i never want to get here get on here and complain and be ungrateful but You know, being a content creator and a business owner is stressful. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Like, people don't really talk about this, but there's a lot of days where you question yourself and kind of go insane and then, like, the next day it's fine. So, very different from a 9 to 5 in the sense that you kind of just go to work, you know what to expect, you come home, you can kind of leave your job at work, you're not really thinking about it too, too much. Opposed to me, like, my job is my life. So, everything I'm doing, it definitely all kind of correlates with what I'm doing at the end of the day so I had a photo shoot I had two photo shoots I had four brands to post for I had or sorry four posts for two brands that I had to post for um which was cool like you know my money was up this month for sure doing a lot of extra little like side gigs here and there and I definitely want to shout out my girl Savannah um who's also a content creator because she's definitely been motivating me to take more opportunities for a long time I was saying no to like every company that would message me just because everything had just been so overwhelming like I said I've been a content creator for going on five years now so I kind of feel like this is my senior year or like my first year in college if you want to say that like I feel like I've been around the block is what I'm trying to say I know what companies are about I know what the end game you know And I feel like because I had such a bad experience in the beginning of my content creation, like barely getting paid, like now I don't even bother when companies message me. But, you know, you might as well just reach back out. And if they're going to reach out to you in the first place, you're doing something right. If you're a content creator, this is, you know, this is for you. Um, Definitely just take chances and fight for what you want. There was a time that a company I have worked with for a very, very long time, I cannot say names, but... um, I stopped working with them just because, I don't know, the contract values weren't really aligning with me. I feel like I was putting out a lot more effort and not really receiving anything in return from the company. And I had been rocking with them for a long time, so I just felt like it was time to part ways. But they literally fought for me to stay in contract with them. And y'all, that blew my mind. Like, well, you're fighting for me. (laughs) Little old me. um but it was sweet and it definitely gave me like such a confidence boost so then my friend Savannah was like dude yeah like 
that's such a big deal and I, I I really have to acknowledge that things are a big deal that I am a big deal I just feel like shit saying it I feel like I don't know shit always like making making myself seem like you know like oh I'm the shit but you know what sometimes I have to acknowledge that maybe I am <laughs> maybe I fuck it um but you guys humble me for sure and like I don't know I I just really appreciate all the feedback you guys have been giving especially the last podcast like anybody who took the time to actually go and um send me a dm or like comment y'all like I really do appreciate that because that helps me so much it makes me feel like what I'm doing is worthwhile (laughs) so opposed to all the stressful things I've been doing the last few weeks I can finally chill now and talk to you guys (laughs) and kind of like rant I don't know I love just speaking my mind as you guys can tell and speaking of speaking my mind we are gonna get into a very very juicy story time that i have been meaning to film for probably about a year and i i've really been putting it off because i'm i was i don't know i'm kind of terrified right now to even film this because we're going to be talking about big names and my experience with a certain person in the industry the cannabis industry and how things went um i don't think i'm going to use real names just because i'm genuinely like i don't know like i just don't want to start things um i don't want to protect myself so i will be using fake names today and i'm pretty sure you guys are going to catch the gist of who this is especially if you're a stoner like there's no way you don't know who this person is um and yeah so damn let's just get into it i guess fuck all right shit let me clear my throat all right so let's flash back to a year ago this is january 2023 and um i'm like i said i'm just being a normal girl being a content creator whatever i um of course follow cookies which is a cannabis brand if you're not aware um which you should be because it's the biggest cannabis brand i feel like in america um if not worldwide i know that they have dispos in spain thailand just places all over the world that I didn't even know you could have. Anyways, okay. So Burner, or, okay, yeah, let me just say it. So Burner, um, I'm just going to use real names, I guess. Burner, um, I had followed Burner forever. Before I even had my account, y'all. I was a huge Burner fan, probably since, like, yeah, like high school, maybe like my junior year. And I was a junior in 2011, so <laughs> keep in mind I'm old as hell. Um, alright, so yeah, like, if you're from the Bay, which I'm literally from the town right out of San Francisco, like, the closest town, pretty much, you know that, um, sorry, I'm getting a call, damn, trying to get into the middle of the tea, let me hang up, you know who Cookies, or you know who Burner is and you know Cookies, especially during the time that I was in high school, like, Wiz Khalifa was really big, and, um, also like mac miller just like that whole vibe like odd future like stoner like vibes were super big when i was going to school and you know i have his music downloaded i had like all cookies merch like literally at one point in my life maybe in like 2017 2018 my whole closet was cookies um i had seen burner perform a few times i had like literally went to a show his cookies christmas that he throws every year and um basically I've just always been like a huge fan and I've, I've always looked at him as like an entrepreneur i've always looked at him as someone from the bay area that you know is a latino and 
you know, is putting on for the people and putting on for cannabis and changing the stigma. So I was a huge, huge supporter and fan and like definitely inspired by him. I've reposted him multiple times. And my biggest goal when I started my account was to work with cookies. I felt like, okay, the day I work with cookies is the day that I feel like I freaking made it, you know? As a stoner, you get this. <laughs> Especially from the Bay, like, are you kidding? California in general, like, everybody out here is rocking cookies at one point or another, you know? So anyways, um, this is about four years into my account. Um, and... A photographer was looking for somebody to shoot for cookies and they just so happened to be like in my town and so I was like oh like I'm available and it was that day it was very short notice it just all kind of happened to fall into place like really weirdly <laughs> but the photographer reached out we met up we did a, a shoot for cookies it was cool um he tagged me whatever burner had obviously noticed these pictures that I was tagged in and he liked them and it was so cool and I was like damn like <clears throat> I feel like I made it. Like, I can literally retire now. Sorry, guys. Let me drink water real quick. <laughs> <clears throat> Alright. So, basically, I saw that Burner came out with his own <clears throat> content creation app, but it was, like, solely for weed and, like, cannabis. And it was called Social Club. And I was like, for sure, because like I had been getting flagged. I had just lost my account in September, which was like a few months prior to January of last year. And yeah, so I was really excited for the platform in general to take off. And so I went hard on it and I started posting and then Burner notices me again. So he follows me on Social Club. He follows me on Instagram. He follows me like and he messages me and like just a fire sign. And then he comments on one of my videos and was like, we should smoke soon obviously i'm freaking the frick out like knowing the history that i have like my my perception of him and things like that obviously i'm i'm just like starstruck like this is it like this is i made it like nobody really knows like how and i feel like he doesn't even really know like how much i look up to him you know i started my own um clothing brand that's you know directed towards cannabis as well and obviously like he was a big big um you know influence in that so he reaches out, whatever, he says he wants to smoke. I'm thinking, obviously, it's a business opportunity, you know? I link in bio, like, my link in my bio is my um, business. I have my business tagged everywhere. I'm promoting myself every day. He's liking it. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, dude, a Cookies and Stoner Girl Tings collab would be insane. Or just, like, a Cookies Girl. Like, I was just picturing, like, so much, like, in my brain. And I was just working in my brain. Like, okay, I got to figure out, like, a way to, like, actually talk to him or whatever. But he had already messaged me. Like, he was very talkative. Um, he was like, oh, you know, I saw you six months ago or a few months ago when you had done the shoot for cookies and, like, I've always had my eye on you, blah, blah, blah. Like I said, once again, I'm thinking business-wise. <clears throat> and then um, he's talking about, like, oh, like, I would love to meet you or, like, send you over, like, a goodie pack or whatever for you and your man. And at this moment, like, I'm not gonna lie, y'all, like, things were not the best <laughs> at the time with me and my man. Like, we weren't really speaking, but um, we were, like, I'll, I'll always respect him at the end of the day. And I even told him, like, literally, that's my best friend. Like, as soon as Burner messaged me, my man was the first person I told. I was like, dude, what the fuck? Because literally, his whole closet is Burner's shit, too. Like, he put me on to Burner. My man put me on to Burner. But, yeah, at the time, like, 
my man also is like my biggest supporter so he was like dude like try to see what you can do like to get out of him like obviously not go freaking do things with him you know what i mean but see how far you can go and what you can like get from him and like i'm not gonna lie y'all like i went into this and i had just followed burner on twitter the day before and when he messaged me i already knew that he had tweeted the day before that him and his wife had broken up and mind you his wife and him were together for like eight years i guess and i saw that they broken up and i was like okay he's obviously messaging me because he sees you know kitty like you know we, we all know what that means and i just was like you know what like it's kind of foul that you just broke up with your girl or whatever of eight years a few days ago and you're messaging me so now i feel like i have all you know like it's free game like now i feel like well if you're gonna kind of be a shitty person like then i'll just be a shitty person too i guess so even though i had a man like i continued to talk to him and my man knew about this like you know i wasn't sending news i wasn't being nasty like i was just really seeing how far burner would go when it came to you know just like us i guess (laughs) so yeah um no shame in my game i don't give a fuck that was a year ago like things are changed if, if i were to do it now I, I don't know if i would still do it but anyways more of the story y'all before i really get into the fine details of things is like never meet your idols like never even have a fucking idol like that shit's so stupid every person that i've met famous that i've looked up to has been a piece of fucking shit like i'm not kidding like not even just like oh they were okay or they're they were just not my cup of tea no like a piece of fucking shit so let's get into it <laughs> so anyways he starts messaging me whatever he's like oh i see you going crazy on social club i'm like yeah like i did have a lot of followers at the time like i was turning shit up and like that's good for him because what the fuck i'm bringing people to his app i'm sure every download was freaking money in his pocket and i'm over here with like i, I think i hit like 1k followers my first week it was getting mad love like you know so it was cool and like he was showing mad love so he's like oh what's your number like let's connect more i'm like okay for sure like i send my number he texts me instantly he's like hey it's burn i'm like bro what the fuck like this is crazy also he's all thirsty like you just broke up with your girl you just broke up with okay and this is what he told me y'all because i know you guys have probably seen like ooh, we're really getting into it now Ooh, we're really getting into it now okay i know you guys have probably seen that he's now with a different girl and she is nine months pregnant yeah you have to understand this is happening like with me all during the same time that he like oh my god okay anyways so we start texting whatever and he immediately is so like open like not clingy i guess i don't know like every day he would message like every day good morning you know what i mean every day he wanted to like talk on the phone every flight that he would get on like if he would go to a hotel he would call me before and after like literally it was like this man was like my husband of like 10 years the way he was talking to me and like just checking in with me at all times telling me he missed me telling me like he just wanted to see me blah 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 like dude i remember there was a time that and he was like doing crazy shit and he would just call me right before like for example he was doing a meet and greet with erica badu in la and he hits me he fucking calls me on the way and he's like i'm hella nervous like i have this meeting right now with erica badu like it's about to be crazy and i'm like i was always the one like literally telling him like it's fine like chill out you're you're good like people love you like he was very just like i don't know he didn't really 
I don't know if this was just him trying to be like I don't know pretend that he's like a simp but he was definitely very sensitive like he just needed like a lot of reassurance not a reassurance but just someone to like talk to I feel like and like someone to just like boost his confidence in a sense or just like be there for him and I didn't feel like that was too much to ask like from me I guess in the sense so I was just always there for him like I was if he ever needed to call like if he ever wanted to talk like late at night like I was always there and we would talk like for hours like literally about the most random stuff you guys <laughs> it's so crazy saying this I cannot believe I'm saying this because I'm like I don't know I was I don't know I'm so scared but anyways um I have all the text I have like pictures from or not pictures but screen recordings from when we facetimed if you guys don't believe me literally go ahead and i will fucking send you that shit through dm um but yeah we have pictures together and stuff and it was just like cool like at first it was like really like i don't know innocent and cool like he wasn't too nasty like in the beginning at all like but obviously you could tell that he wasn't talking to me just to talk to me you know so um i remember like maybe we were talking every day for like um, a month and I was out one night like with my family at a bowling alley and um his ex-wife followed me on Instagram randomly and like I didn't really notice it was her at first because like I, I get a lot of follows all the time or just a lot of activity and so I just went ahead and um ignored it <laughs> I was like oh fuck like I'm not even trying to get into all that. But then she starts commenting on all my fucking pictures. Talking about, oh, I bet you like the way my husband's dick tastes. Like, but, but girl, oh my God. First of all, how did she find me? I don't know. How did she know we were talking? I don't know. Like, maybe she got his text messages because I've dealt with people like that before where, like, their freaking significant other knows their, like, password and shit and just be fucking, oh God, that's another story for another day. But anyways so and then her little friend messages me too and they're all talking shit like oh like blah, blah. i'm like girl i didn't even say anything honestly i did not even freaking say anything i literally all i did was like i took a screenshot oh my god my cats are fighting get out rude anyways <laughs> i took a screenshot of her talking shit and i just sent it to burn and i was like dude what the fuck like i'm out right now and like i don't want to deal with the shit like i'm with my family like i'm trying to have a good time it was like my brother's birthday and um he was like bro i'm sorry like he called me immediately and he was like look like just just block her like fuck her like and her little friend because like you know you don't really have to deal with that like it's fine like she's done i'm done with her blah 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 so i was like okay cool whatever like it was just so crazy that like he kind of put me through that though right like shouldn't you have your bitch in check like why is she out here fucking hounding me like i have nothing to fucking do with you and her type shit you know so that was fucking annoying and kind of weird but shout out to you april you're you're a badass bitch i guess for doing that shit and at the end of the day i did not want your man um obviously the girl who's pregnant with his baby right now did so you should have been worried about that anyways um so yeah time goes on like he felt hella bad about that and then um he was just like always telling me like oh come over come over come over i want you to come over because he lives close by i'm not gonna say where but he does live close to the city and i'm like maybe like a 40 minute drive away and he was like i'll send you a car like just come over but the day that he would say that it would be like day of like he would just wake up in the morning and be like can you come over today and like that day i literally had a nail appointment y'all and you all know like if you have a nail appointment you cannot cancel like my nail girl will never take me again like that's so fucked like i'm not just gonna cancel it was a 10 a.m appointment and he hits me at like 8 a.m so i was like no like i literally can't like i'm sorry but like 
maybe tomorrow or like something he's like oh like i'm like he was always busy too he was always on flights he's like i'm going to new york tomorrow so i remember he flew to new york and like after we talked to new york i could just tell like things were like i don't know i think he was upset that i didn't come that day you know like literally probably to fuck obviously like bro like chill and the fact that i told my nail appointment he didn't even offer to pay like what the fuck why would i come over like (laughs) i don't know like maybe i'm a fucking bitch but I just felt like, I don't know, I'm pretty sure any other girl would have took that opportunity in a fucking heartbeat, but I don't know. I was just scared, like, honestly. I'm a very scary-ass bitch, like, I'm not gonna lie. When it comes to men, like, I cannot, like, they just freak me out, so. And obviously, he's, like, 24 years older than me, too, which is a little weird. Anywho, so, after New York, like, things got kind of dry, and then I was like, oh, like, maybe he met somebody, like, else. Like, I, I just figured, like, you know, but it was weird because, like I said, we would talk every day, every night. He would call me. I just felt like, at what point do you have time to even, like, hit someone else up or, like, call them? Because if you're calling me, and like, for every instance, you know what I mean? I don't know. I definitely did feel, like, close to him. Attracted? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna say, like, I don't know if I was, but... It was definitely crazy just because, like, he literally fucking, like, randomly after New York, we talked one more time, and then I hit him up, like, in the morning, just like I always did, and I said good morning, and he just didn't didn't reply, and then a few days later, I hit him up again, and then I saw he, like, was recording with Larry June, and I was like, what the fuck, like, could have let me know, because he knew I was, like, a fan, and then he he just like blocks my number i was like what the fuck like i didn't even hit him up i was just like if i did anything let me know and then it went green i was like whoa like okay but still follows me on instagram still likes not likes my stories but still views all my stories whatever right so i get over it i deal with the loss i'm like whatever fuck it like not like i was trying to even do anything with him anyways and like even my nail tech when i was telling her about this she was like girl you are wasting his time i was like i know because you know damn well i ain't gonna do shit but whatever um I was just doing it for the plot and I don't care like I don't know if you guys hate me or you think I'm weird for that go fight with your mama I don't know um okay so then back into it let's get back into it um one of my content creator friends so he was on tour and he went to Michigan and she had just so happened to be backstage with Wiz Khalifa who was also on tour with him and she said Burner was like on her ass mind you she's married and he was like oh where are you from blah, 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 blah. and like she was like oh I'm from Honduras and then he tells her oh um and mind you i'll tell you how i found out this information soon <laughs> and then he tells her oh um i'm actually talking to a girl from honduras i'm like really you know like interested in her i am not fucking honduran julia ortiz i am not honduran i am puerto rican so i in that moment i was like okay yeah he's obviously talking to somebody fucking else like damn like but he could have let me know like not that i gave a fuck but you could just like ghost me be a fucking man be player just be like oh i'm talking to another bitch like i'm the time we had was great thanks like i don't know don't be fucking weird and just block me fucking bitch anyways so <laughs> so um yeah so that night i saw she posted saw she posted backstage and i was like oh my god like did you talk to him she's like yeah actually he was saying this and that and then i told her the whole spiel about how he was trying to talk to me whatever she was like dude that's crazy because yeah he said he was talking to a girl from honduras i was like okay makes sense took the le- i took the l I took the L. In that moment, I was like, okay, I took the L. I don't give a fuck. Like, whatever. He's happy. I'm not trying to get... I probably wasn't the best fit for him anyways. That's how I feel about, like, you know, like, I know the type of girl I am. Like, I don't think I would have been a good fit for him. Um, Just in the sense that... I don't know. He was very sexual. <laughs> and I'm kind of a prude. I don't know. It's just... I can't be sexy all the time. Like, that shit's cringe. Like, fuck. I want to laugh. Like, I want to have a good time. And I feel like he just wanted his dick wet. So, anyways. <clears throat> yeah, a few months passed by. And then my nail tech sent me the picture of him with that new girl and they were in Hawaii and she was pregnant. So I think that's the Honduran girl, (laughs) y'all. 
<laughs> I think that's who it was. And I don't think he cheated on um, April with anybody. Like I said, like I'm pretty sure they broke up in February and then he started talking to this girl that he got pregnant like probably in around like March because that's when we stopped talking. So I don't think he like because I see dude if y'all have seen the comments on this man's Instagram holy fuck I feel so bad for him and her all the comments are so crazy like saying like oh he cheated and got this girl pregnant no he did not like they broke up and then uh, he met this girl like maybe like a month or two after so yeah and you know it's so funny <laughs> everybody that knows this story only like three people because I was so scared to tell anybody. The three people that know this story, when they saw that picture of their girl pregnant, they're like, it could have been you. I'm like, dude, I know. He wanted a kid so bad. And I think that's the reason him and his ex, like, didn't work out. Like, his ex-wife. Because eight years, no baby? What the thick? Um, so, yeah. And I really think he was trying to get me pregnant, y'all. Like, I, but I knew that. Like, I fucking knew that. And that's why I didn't go have sex with him. He asked me that time that I was going to get my nails done. He asked me another time when I had a facial. But, like, I couldn't cancel my facial. And, yeah, so... I don't know that's that's just my story and that's how things went and I just really wanted to get that off my chest fuck I'm so happy Woo! so yeah damn hope you guys enjoyed that um that was a good story time I have a few more up my sleeve with just other experiences with other different things in the cannabis industry that I'll probably go into but for now that's all I really have to say about him burner if you're listening to this like I really do appreciate the time that we had together <laughs> your conversations honestly truly like I'm not kidding like when we were talking about movies and stuff like every night like you were actually pretty fucking cool and I don't know why you had to fucking ghost me I'm just a poor little girl like what the fuck you got my hopes up you made it seem like we were gonna do a collab with Stone Girl Tings you made it seem like you fucked with me you made it seem like you know like you were gonna help me out like another girl from the bay what the fuck you gotta stick together with the small people but anyways, no hard feelings. I get it. It's all love.